European Heart Journal Case Reports 2020. I'm Sophia Katat, podcast editor. Today, I'll be talking about a case report by Tian Yu Q, Jason Jiahao Si, Hai Yuan Shi, Yu Jun Wong from Changi General Hospital, Singapore, titled Acute Liver Failure and Seizure, a case report of an unusual presentation of acute painless aortic dissection. Aortic dissection is a medical emergency with a high rate of mortality and morbidity. Aortic dissection classically presents with sudden onset sharp pain radiating into the back. Rarely it can present as an organ failure from malperfusion. The incidence of painless aortic dissection is only 6.4%, with a higher prevalence among type A than type B dissections. Due to the atypical presentation, diagnosis can be challenging. It is important to identify these patients promptly for immediate surgical treatment. A 36-year-old female patient previously fit and well was found unconscious with stiffening of all four limbs and urinary incontinence. The history of note was her recent travel to Vietnam and subsequently developing gastroenteritis three weeks ago following consumption of shellfish. She had no personal or family history of seizures or liver disease. There was no history of recreational drug use or excess alcohol use. On examination, she had a blood pressure of 99 over 75 millimetres of mercury and was tachycardic at 117 beats per minute. Her respiratory rate was normal. There were no signs of fluid overload with a normal JVP. Lungs were clear on auscultation and there were no signs of pedal edema. Cardiac examination was also otherwise unremarkable with normal heart sounds and no added murmurs. She did not appear jaundiced, but there was a hepatic flap present on examination. She also had mild epigastric tenderness, but no evidence of organomegaly. Neurological examination was unremarkable. Blood tests revealed deranged liver function tests in a hepatitic pattern. ALT and AST were both elevated with ALT of 388, normal being between 10 and 55, and AST of 378, normal values of between 10 and 45 units per litre. The remaining liver blood tests were normal. Other blood tests such as hepatitis serology, EBV, CMV and autoimmune screen were also negative. Imaging tests such as abdominal ultrasound excluded liver cirrhosis or biliary obstruction. CT head excluded intracranial bleeding or space-occupying lesion. Chest x-ray, however, showed a possible soft tissue opacity over the right upper mediastinum. 12-lead ECG confirmed tachycardia but otherwise did not show any acute changes. Urgent bedside echocardiography showed a preserved left ventricular function with no obvious valvular dysfunction. However, a moderate-sized pericardial effusion was noted with no cardiac tamponade. Within 12 hours of her admission, her liver function test started to worsen and showed features of ischemic hepatitis. Prothrombin time was prolonged at 14.9 seconds, normal value being between 9.5 and 11.5 seconds. ALT was 3,430 and AST was 3,000 units per litre. She also developed acute kidney failure with oliguria, metabolic acidosis and hyperkalemia requiring treatment. Troponins were noted to be showing an upwards trend from 89 to 1089 to 1217, normal value being less than 0.29 nanograms per litre. Given these results and the chest x-ray finding of a widened mediastinum, she underwent urgent CT aortogram. 
This confirmed a 4.3 cm dilatation of the ascending thoracic aorta with an irregular ulceration along the left lateral aspect of the ascending aorta extending approximately 5 cm from the level of bifurcation of pulmonary trunk to the level of the aortic arch. The diagnosis of acute liver failure secondary to ischemic hepatitis from Stanford type A acute aortic dissection was made. The patient underwent emergency ascending aorta and arch replacement with frozen elephant trunk device. This is a thoraflex hybrid graft placed into distal arch and proximally anastomosed to the left subclavian artery, left common carotid artery and innominate artery. She made a good recovery with normal liver and renal function at two months follow-up. Aortic dissection is one of the most fatal acute aortic syndromes. It is classified into Stanford type A and type B for treatment purposes. Type A dissection involves the ascending aorta and requires surgical management. If not operated, type A aortic dissection has a mortality of 50% within 48 hours. The course of type B aortic dissection is often less complicated compared to type A and in most cases can be safely stabilised under medical therapy alone by controlling blood pressure, heart rate and pain. Repetitive imaging with CT or MRI is necessary to monitor for progression. Although acute aortic dissection mostly presents as abrupt onset thoracic pain, there are still 6.4% painless aortic dissection patients in which establishing diagnosis is usually difficult. The incidence of aortic dissection is higher in men than in women and increases with age. The prognosis is poorer in women as a result of atypical presentation and delayed diagnosis. The mechanism of painless aortic dissection remains unclear. The innervated layer of the aortic artery is responsible for pain sensation. Absence of chest pain may be attributed to the damage of this layer. Ischemic necrosis of nerves result from direct vascular compromise and can lead to neurological dysfunction. Risk factors for aortic dissection are long-standing hypertension, connective tissue disorder, family history of aortic disease, cigarette smoking, history of cardiac surgery, direct blunt chest trauma, and use of intravenous drugs such as cocaine and amphetamines. The patient discussed in this case report did not have any of these risk factors mentioned. Complications of aortic dissection include cardiac tamponade, aortic valve regurgitation, and proximal or distal malperfusion syndromes. Patients may rarely present with a wide spectrum of symptoms, as exhibited by the patient in this case report such as neurological deficit, acute renal failure, acute liver failure, raising a suspicion of aortic dissection. There also have been cases of spinal cord ischemia, myocardial infarction and mesenteric ischemia resulting from malperfusion. Several imaging modalities can confirm aortic dissection. Transthoracic echo can successfully detect dissections involving the ascending aorta in up to 80% patients. They are less sensitive in detecting distal dissections, which is about 70% sensitivity. The diagnosis is made via detection of intimal flaps in the aorta on two-dimensional and M-mode on echocardiograms. Transesophageal echo is most sensitive than transthoracic echo and is more useful when transthoracic echo is limiting in patients with lung disease, obesity or on mechanical ventilation. Computed tomography or the CT is the most commonly used imaging technique for evaluation of acute aortic syndrome with a sensitivity of greater than 95%. Magnetic resonance imaging is considered the most sensitive for reporting aortic dissection with sensitivity of 98%. The intimal flap is visualized clearly on MRI and it is also useful in detecting not only pericardial effusion but also aortic regurgitation. 
However, due to practical limitations, this is not a commonly used imaging modality in majority of the patients. The ESC recommends the use of pretest probability assessment in all patients with suspected acute aortic syndrome. The American Heart Association guidelines have proposed a risk assessment tool based on three groups of information. The predisposing conditions, pain features and clinical examination. This is scored based on the number of groups involved and ranges from 0 to 3. In hemodynamically stable patients, this pretest probability score is taken into account in the diagnostic approach to all acute aortic syndromes. The author suggests the following learning points. Aortic dissection may present atypically with malperfusion syndrome, such as neurological deficit and end organ failure. Malperfusion syndrome with multi-organ failure should prompt the physician to consider aortic dissection as an important differential diagnosis. Thank you to the authors of this case report for highlighting this interesting case for us. And thank you to listening to European Heart Journal Case Reports Podcasts. References and original case reports are available online. Visit academic.oup.com forward slash EHJCR for other interesting case reports. Music is Computer by State Shirt.